Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Crutchfield, the podcast. I'm your host, JR. And I'm your co-host, Eric. Welcome back into the studio today, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great. How was the drive over to my house? Uh, It's pretty. It's a little breezy out there, but I don't know that I passed another car on the road today. Nice, clear day to drive. Nice, quick commute over here to the studio. Loving it. I like doing this in person whenever possible. We're uh, socially distant. We're keeping it nice and safe. That's right. So uh, let's get into it. This episode, we are featuring an interview with Brooke. Brooke is one of our advisors. She's been at Crutchfield for a good long while. And, uh, you know, the purpose of this podcast is to talk to employees of Crutchfield that have purchased gear at Crutchfield with their hard-earned money probably at a discount, and we want to find out why they chose that stuff, how they're using it, how it's affecting their lives, and we also, we're just using this as a cheap excuse to talk about some of our coolest employees, who they are and what they do. That's right. You've heard uh, the interview with Brooke that we're about to hit play on in this episode. Did you know how uh, much other stuff Brooke does outside of Crutchfield. She's got a lot on her plate, for sure. Yeah, she's a foodie. She blogs and posts online about uh, making really, really good food. And healthy. And healthy food. Mm -hmm. She works at a wellness company. She's also a personal trainer. She trains people at her home gym. And uh, it seems like her and her husband have a lot of interesting stuff going on. One of the coolest things about interviewing Brooke was going into it, I knew we were going to talk about her Sonos Move, right, which is actually featured in a catalog article. We'll put links to that in the uh, show notes for this episode. But this interview expanded into so many more things as she sort of subtly, in a low-key sort of way, revealed that she's got this product and that product and those products, and she's put those in, and she's done some installs, and she's got so much going on. I think when you're here for 15 years, sometimes we forget how many cool things we've brought home and kept. I know it's happened to me, I know it's happened to you, but sometimes uh, the the conversation kind of goes that way, doesn't it? It does indeed, and she's got all all this stuff is basically at her home base, you know, the Brooke family compound, which seems like a pretty cool place to be in a pandemic. Like, if you got to kind of not be around other people so you're stuck at home, it's a pretty cool place to be. Absolutely. So let's get into it. This is my interview with Brooke. What, What is a wellness company? They focus on helping people lose weight from a mental perspective because most people's relationship with food is mental Mm -hmm. more than anything. So it's behavioral coaching to break your behavioral habits and behavioral relationships with food. Yeah. Um, So that's really kind of where it starts. But then, of course, there's a lot of other perspectives to it, too. Like we do everything from... um, nutrition plans to one-on-one coaching like I come on there weekly and offer live recipes and they get a breakdown of the recipe and a recipe card with all the macros and the instructions so there's a whole community of people there too on top of the services that are offered so how do you recommend to somebody like me who is definitely a lives to eat person I'm a live to eat person (laughs) okay so how do you square that with also not eating everything you want to eat like I mean that's well that's that, where I that have... whole 80 20 rule comes in because we know I mean I'm a foodie yeah. if I'm going out of the country or to the next state over I already know where I'm eating and it's not like healthy food <laughs> but the other 80 percent of the time so you know it doesn't mean you can't ever have 
bad food or alcohol. Just 80% of the time, you control it so that you can enjoy the other 20%. Okay. And it works. Do you have like cheat days and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because some people, sometimes people will be like, but I don't know how you can eat stuff like that. I'm like, well, it's because I don't eat it 24-7. There's a difference between having it a day or on vacation. Because, I mean, I definitely eat whatever I want uh, when I travel. And So you had to go from working out in a like a public sort of gym to working out and having a gym at home. Is that all pandemic related or were you doing that anyway or mm-hmm. what? No, I've had a gym. That's where I have personal train at is here. Um, so many years ago here where we're in such a small area at one point, all the, there wasn't really anything public gym wise. So 15 years ago, we built on to our um, garage and started putting commercial equipment out there. But hmm. then it just, it grew and now it's two, two big, two big rooms. So in the early days of you having your gym at home, what did you do for audio and video, playing music, having stuff? Did you have a TV in there? Did you have a stereo in there? Before we get there was a TV. to the new stuff that's showing up in the catalog, yeah. what have you done over the years? There was a, originally there, there was an Onkyo receiver with a pair of Polk bookshelf speakers for the longest time. Okay. Didn't have Bluetooth, just AM, FM. That's all there was to it. I think I plugged into my, the headphone jack on my phone. Okay. Because they had headphone jacks then. Yep, phones used to have <laughs> headphone jacks. That's how we listened. Yeah. Literally, that Onkyo receiver set out there, whether it was 30 degrees or 90, it had been dropped and the top was caved in and it still worked like a dream. <laughs> Onkyo <laughs> receivers, man, they are... I mean, it was built like a tank. <laughs> pretty much bulletproof, right? I've had, yeah. I've had multiples. I've sold them off to friends as I've upgraded over the years. I've got one that I've had for about 10 years sitting here on my desk. That's what I use for my desktop audio system. Onkyo receivers have been amazing. Uh, They're hard to come by right now, and hopefully we're going to be seeing more coming in uh, into inventory here in 2021 because Onkyo receivers have, uh, they hold a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah, they are built well, that's for sure. How do you use the Sonos Move for workouts? Um, It's, it's, there's, there's music going and it's loud. It's always loud. It's simple as that. And that thing gets, it's not big, but it gets loud. Um, I've had several of our guy and girlfriends that will come over and connect to it and immediately like, I need one of those. How much is that? Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets loud. Yeah. Um, and then that's two big, two really good sized rooms that that thing will feel. Or, you know, in the summers, we take things out in my driveway. I have a private driveway and we'll drag equipment out. And so it works out perfectly. So the Sonos Move is the one and only Sonos device that is battery powered that you can take it with you. Uh, And so when you have it inside, I assume it's just sitting there in its charging base. It's connected to your Wi-Fi. You use it with the Sonos app and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that so? That's like how you use it most of the time. That's how I use it most of the time. Everybody else connects to it via Bluetooth. Um, Yeah. Even though my garage and gym are probably. 20 yards out my driveway, I have the Netgear Orbi system, It my Wi-Fi reaches all the way out my driveway. That was actually my next Netgear question, Orbi. was how <laughs> far away is it, and do you have good Wi-Fi out there? So you've up, you've upgraded your router system to make that possible. Yeah, I've got the Orbi, and it literally, I mean, it, we have like a, a fire pit and axe throwing boards in my backyard that's all spread out. It reaches the whole entire backyard. It reaches all the way out my driveway. 
throughout my whole house. Um, so it works really well. A- axe throwing boards. Tell me more. Yeah. 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 We built them last summer. <laughs> and uh, are you guys like going competitive or is this just for fun or is this the, is this it, taking the place of cornhole in now? You're just throwing yeah, axes. We've got that too, but it doesn't yeah. stay permanently out. We carry it, but the axe board's too heavy to move. Right. Uh, I went on a uh, family vacation a couple years ago to Asheville, North Carolina, and that was oh, one, yeah. of the, one of the things we did. It was my sister's birthday, and we celebrated. She wanted to go axe throwing, so. It's fun, huh? Yeah, man. We got I got a lot of cool slow-mo videos of axes flying through the air <laughs> yeah. and wood splintering off. It's addictive. I can see why you might just want one at the house, otherwise, uh, instead of going to pay for it at some business. Yeah, I mean, somewhere. we build it. I, we drew the circles on it and painted them and and everything. And uh, everybody's still got all of their fingers and toes and everything. Yeah, they do. And so, and does the Sonos Move uh, supply the the soundtrack to the family axe throwing parties? It goes everywhere <laughs> outside. <laughs> So the Sonos Move is your sound system for your fire pit, your axe throwing, and the workout rooms. And when you go out in the driveway, out in the driveway. Yeah, it moves everywhere. Oh my, it's, so it's, so are you saying it's aptly yeah. named? Yeah, it is. All right, this is a great time to break in because you're a bit of a Sonos nerd. Yeah. Do, do you have a Sonos Move? I do not. I don't either. I, I'm going to get one. It's going to happen. I kind of want one badly. I took one home last year when they released it, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was able to get it on my Wi-Fi, use it at home, took it out, used it Bluetooth. It's everything Sonos said it would be when yeah. they announced it, and it's pretty awesome. It's also physically kind of, I mean, it's not the smallest Bluetooth no. speaker, right? Like, if you if you think about portable Bluetooth speakers... yeah. This is a little bigger than probably what you're envisioning, right? Yeah, if you're Something... backpacking and camping and want a little portable Bluetooth speaker, yeah. it's probably a little a little big for that. Right. But because of that, it, I mean, it sounds really good. Yep. And uh, we thought we'd interrupt here because Sonos has recently announced a portable Bluetooth speaker that is that. Right. Or at least they're going to have announced it by the time this airs. Yeah. Technically, we're recording this before we're allowed to publicly talk about it, which is kind of exciting for us. It's really one of the cooler things we get to do. I just got an email that was all like confidential. Don't Mm -hmm. talk about this. And here I am talking about it into a microphone, knowing that we will not release this episode until we are no longer under a non-disclosure agreement, and we're allowed to talk about the new Sonos Roam. That's right. It's a little bit of a smaller version, I would say, right? It's it, Aesthetically, uh, it's got that Sonos look. Mm-hmm. It's going to come in both Sonos colors, black and white. Yes. And uh, it, it looks like this is uh, even more portable in that it's smaller, um, and still does all the cool Sonos party tricks. It still can hook to your Wi-Fi. Yep. Um, so I can't wait to get my hands on this. Yeah, no, it's all, it's, it seems like just about everything the Sonos Move is in a smaller package, right? Uh, and it is uh, very ruggedly built, IP67 oh, wow. rated. Yeah. So that means it's drop-resistant and waterproof up to three feet for 30 minutes, impervious to dust and ready for any adventure from Sonos, huh? Nice. That sounds Challenge awesome. accepted. Yeah. It'll do wireless <laughs> charging with a Qi charger. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an optional wireless charging dock that you can set it on. Uh, it's uh, It looks pretty awesome, very tiny. And by now, by the time this episode comes out, right. you should be able to, like, see it in the in the in on the internet, maybe on crutchfield.com. Uh, you can place orders for it 
probably by the time this uh, podcast comes yep. out. And uh, we'll be able to ship them to you as soon as we have them in stock. We are very excited about the Sonos Rome and... We just saw this as a fantastic opportunity to talk about a new product that we're not allowed to talk right. about yet. And I'm sure Brooke will be very excited about them. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. She can add this to her Sonos ecosystem at her house. Mm -hmm. uh, she can maybe not have to move the round, the move the move around as much, mm -hmm. right? Because these portable ones may be easier uh, to take out for workouts and maybe out by her fire pit and things like that. Right. On this uh, on this catalog spread, it's uh, obviously again showing the Sonos Move, but it also mentions that when you are when Brooke Brooke also uses wireless headphones during some of her personal workouts. What uh, what headphones are you using? Well, I have I have used the Jaybird Vistas since just about since they came out, and we Jaybird came in and demoed them. I have used those just about ever since then. But I visited the retail store when I was there. And ended up picking up some of the Sony in-ear wireless, and they sound amazing. Um, so now I have both, and I won't get rid of my Jaybirds because I like the fact that I can wear one with the Jaybirds at a time. They both have a Bluetooth microphone, and not all the headphones have that, but I can wear one no matter what I'm doing. So even if I'm you know, in the kitchen and need my hands free and just need to pop a headphone in and still be able to hear what's going on, or if I'm... Occasionally, I will go to the public gym, but I'm working out with somebody, so I want to hear my music, but I still want to hear them, so I'll put one in, and not all headphones let you do just the one, but the mm -hmm. Jaybird does, so I'll keep them, but if I have both of them in, the sound quality and the range and the volume on those Sonys are really, really good. I was actually quite shocked. Yeah, the uh, the true wireless in-ear buds have become, like, they're... They're like, especially the Jaybirds, by the way, made for mm -hmm. working out. Like that's their design yeah. purpose, right? Is to be. Yeah. And they're perfect. I have a interactive bike and they link right up to my bike. So I wear them if I'm on my bike too. And they definitely hold up to sweat and have held up to sweat for a couple of years. Right. I haven't skipped a beat. I'm going to look up the model of the Sonys I just picked up. The WFSP800N is the sport version of the sony i just picked up that i really really like the sound so and they stay in they stay put mm -hmm. when you're working out that's important oh, yeah. that's a big deal yeah absolutely you have to pull them out they're not going to fall out we don't sell a whole lot of products that you actually uh stick inside your ears you know or you don't just wear them they're they're like they're in there <laughs> So uh, headphones in general uh, and ear in true wireless in-ears are some of the most personal products we sell. And so it can take a little while to get it just right. Anything else that you've bought from Crutchfield that you would love to talk more about? I have bought so much it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's what happens when you work here and you get to see it and play with it and you get a good deal. You can't pass it up. Uh, seems like I end up with a new TV every year. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, my husband decided he needed a bigger TV for yep. Christmas, so I ended up getting, there was the LG OLED in that room, which is fantastic and I would never get rid of. Now it's got the Sony X950 above the fireplace, um, and then it's got the Polk RT speakers in the wall and the ceilings in that room, because <clears throat> we planned ahead when we added that room onto the house. So that's kind of the one we use the most. That's the one we'll watch the football game in later today. So that TV and the, the LG OLED are, are heavily used by people at the house here. All right. So 
just when I thought the interview with Brooke was kind of coming to a close, we got to talking about a bunch of different stuff and how she stays busy when she's not on vacation and stuff her and her husband do. And that's when I found out that she's got like three or four classic cars in the garage that they are sort of constantly working on. And that sounded to me like something we needed to explore and explore. We did. That's what you're about to hear is, is the sort of the second half, the other side, <laughs> one of the other sides of Brooke and her husband and her family. Uh, and yeah, some... you thought you were just going to be talking about a really cool Sono speaker and how she's using it and everything she's got going on. And all of a sudden it turned into a classic car conversation. Our 72 blazer is there's a big print out one of the catalogs on it. It's got mm. a really fun system in it. It's got um, kicker because the top comes off of this blazer. So it's got yes. um, the kicker wakeboard tower speakers attached to the roll bars in it and a kicker <laughs> marine sub, a kicker five channel amp, kicker six by nine. So, and it all lights up orange, just like the vehicle. Um, so three of the one, one blazer is new, but there's a 71 C series pickup, a 72 blazer and a 68 Camaro that all have retro sound stereos from us and speaker systems in them that I did. He takes care of the performance and the motor and the engine stereo stuff. He basically just walks away and says, do what you got to do. So <laughs> Unless you need me, my help to wire or something, do what you got to do. And you went with retro sound pretty much in all of them just to keep that sort of yeah. retro look to the car, to the vehicles. Yeah. All of them just to keep the same look in the dash. I mean, it gives all the new features and gives the preamp outputs for the amplifiers but they all look original as far as the dash goes, at least. And what about speakers on these older cars? Speaker locations on classic cars can be super challenging. Yeah, they can be. And that's it's, it's a lot of times, and we get a lot of customers with classic cars. So when they call and they get me and I'm like, oh, I have this, this, and this. They're like, oh, thank God. So you know, then, you know the <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Um, so really, it, it the, the truck we were not the somebody else owned it before us and they had already cut five and a quarter inch well holes for five and a quarter inch speakers in the doors so i took um focal speakers and put in the doors on those because i mean they sound great and they had a nice kind of classic looking metal grill that covered it up nicely and then retro sound made a four by ten speaker uh four by ten inch speaker that was dual voice coil that fit up in the dash in those trucks mm -hmm. So I did that. It's got a sound ordinance, little compact powered sub under the trunk, the retro sound four channel amp behind the stereo. Sounds great. So I'm used to hearing about dual voice coil speakers when it comes to subwoofers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, subwoofers often have two voice coils so that you can wire them differently yeah. to get different impedances. Yeah, flexibility subs. of installation. Yeah. But this is totally a different application yeah. for two voice coils. Yeah, some of those older cars, they would have a, uh, instead of speakers in both doors, they would just give you one speaker. Uh, and that speaker would be up in the dash. And, and it wasn't really known for sound quality. No, it no. was like a four by 10 or a yeah, four by six weird. in the center <laughs> of the dash. Right. And it was great at playing AM only or FM mono, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Well, but FM was stereo. That was the first time that, you know, uh, that was an upgrade from FM to from AM is that you went from mono to stereo. Yep. And, uh, so, yeah, so that speaker up there, the, the fact that you didn't have stereo separation, not a big deal if you're going to be listening to primarily AM. And, you know, it could handle the FM, too, because it had inputs for both the left and right channel information. 
Yeah, and if you're going to be putting like an, a modern stereo in your classic car, you're not going to have a mono output. You're going to have a left and a right, and so it would be nice to have. And if you and if you're not looking to cut holes in your beautiful classic car right. and put a left and a right speaker in, you can solve that problem with a single speaker in the dash that has two tweeters, basically a left tweeter and a right tweeter. Yep. That takes advantage of you know the left and the right channels of your sound from your new stereo, and they call that dual voice coils. That's right. The sound system is not usually the focal point of like a classic car, right? I mean, it's it you kind of want no. it to be there, you kind of want it to work, uh, but it's yeah. really more about the look of the car. Is the engine running? Uh, does is it drivable? Is it? Yeah, is, is it going to break down? <laughs> right. Yeah. There is yeah. a, uh, you said, you mentioned your uh, your uh, 71 Blazer was in the catalog. It's also on the website. It's in our car showroom. I'm looking at the picture yeah. of you sitting on the tailgate of this beautiful Blazer. Good golly, it's this fun. is nice. It's really fun. I, I would, I want to drive this Blazer around in the snow in the mountains somewhere. Like that looks yeah. like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, it is a lot of fun. The The top is hassle to get on and off and it's fragile because it's old yeah yeah um and then we've, we've got another blazer that just that my husband just picked up somewhere here recently but it's not quite as not it's more just like a don't do anything to it somebody put camouflage paint on it it runs mm. just to kind of beat around in or something so i don't know that we'll do much with it but maybe that's the one to go driving in the snow because it might not the it one might to not drive in the snow yeah yeah this orange yeah. blazer is maybe too beautiful to drive in the snow <laughs> yeah it is um it's my my 20 year old son's it's his favorite um, yeah we live near the smoky mountains where they have a couple big car shows a year so you know it's the thing for the kids to go down there and drive around with loud music and that one gets loud because it's got wakeboard tower speakers and yes. subwoofer in it. It's kind of meant just for that. Uh, yeah. So he, he thinks it's great. I was going to ask, you guys do go to car shows with these vehicles? Yeah, some of them. Um, the, the, the Camaro never goes anywhere but local, really. I don't know that I'd trust it driving that far, Uh huh. <laughs> to be honest. Maybe, but uh, it's finicky a lot. Sure. So local, yeah, um, but the others we've had in the Smoky Mountains, we're only two and a half hours from there, and then my in-laws have a, a lake house 30 minutes from there, so we spend a lot of time there when it's warm, too, so they, they've been down there a few times. This is awesome. So, Thank you for joining me and doing this, uh, and, yeah, and yeah, I'm so glad you were willing to do it. I want to go throw axes now. I've, I've never wanted to do that before, but now all of a sudden I do. Throwing axes is way more fun than it should be. And yeah, you can go somewhere and do it. Or you can, if you're Brooke, you can just build it at your house <laughs> and you just go. throw axes whenever you feel like it. <laughs> That's right. While jamming to the move. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, we're going to answer a real customer's question you know we have articles on the website about all sorts of different things eric has no idea what question from a customer is about to be covered in this mm. segment of the uh, podcast stump the co-host i'll, I'll bet, a, maybe I'll bet he's got that. something though <laughs> so there's an article that's all about the best true wireless earbuds okay. right which yeah. is all the rage right now right. with headphones every company seems to be coming out with no wired headphones they sit in your ear probably built for exercising and things like that 
and they're also probably not cheap either, right? So 150 bucks uh, is where the you know a lot of them fall in the price range, right? Um, but this customer's question says, uh, after reading that article, this customer from Rahway, New Jersey, his name is Alan. Mm-hmm. He says, fascinating reading. Unfortunately, there are a number of people who, like me, simply cannot budget 150 dollars for a set of earbuds, regardless of their quality. Hmm. I'd like to see you give us your opinions regarding the best bang for the bucks on more economical products if they exist. Thank you. I love that question. That's a good one. Yeah, especially for something that, you know, we take with us. Let's be honest. We're probably more likely to lose uh, this thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. than probably anything else that we sell, right? Like this this is the kind of thing people will have in a coat pocket. They'll forget about it. They'll wash them. All kinds of things can happen here. So that's a great question. I mean, you can think of it. It's basically a stereo that you could hold in the palm of your hand. (laughs) Right. Right. And and lose very easily. Right. So spending 150 bucks is an sort of an iffy proposition because because of that. Sure. So wouldn't it be nice if there were true wireless earbuds, good sounding ones that stay put and and uh, uh, that don't cost 150 bucks or more? Yeah, so so next time we do this segment, I'm going to have a computer with me so I can actually pull up an example like an advisor would for us. But, you know, off the top of my head, JR, I, I know JBL yeah. uh, has a lot of uh, really good headphones for the money, and I know they come in different form factors. So, um, you know, we're socially distanced. I do not have my laptop in front of me. But if you could dig into maybe a couple options there, I think I think there'll be some, some good uh, solutions. Uh, I came prepared with my computer. <laughs> To this recording, and I am looking at a bunch of choices. Uh, JBL's got several to choose from. There's yeah. the uh, the JBL Tune 120 TWS, true wireless and stereo, mm-hmm. uh, Bluetooth headphones available in a bunch of colors. For they're actually they're normally a hundred bucks. As as of this recording, they're a little bit on sale. Yeah. So even better than a hundred bucks. I'm not yeah. going to say the sale price. Certainly I don't know how under, long that sale price yeah, is going to last. Certainly under a hundred and fifty. Under a hundred and fifty <laughs> for sure. Right. Uh, the next pair up from that, also currently on sale, but also going for about 100 bucks. These are very much in the a similar sort of style to an Apple AirPod. Yeah. They come with a similar charging case. They're normally 100 bucks. That's a pretty great choice. There's a couple other companies doing it. Klipsch, Clear. Uh, if you can deal with some cables, there's some slightly wired ones, the mm-hmm. kind of with the cable that goes from the left ear to the right ear. Yeah, form uh, factor is an important uh, decision when you're – Trying to buy some some earbuds for sure, but uh, um, I you know I just really like those JBLs. I have had those. I've had uh, JBLs in a couple of different form factors. I've never been disappointed. Uh, you know, for those price points, what they give you, they're they're good. They're they're solid. The good news is, is if you uh, are shopping True Wireless headphones from Crutchfield, we don't carry like the really inexpensive like unreliable stuff that aren't proven products that work yeah ours aren't throwaways right like these aren't ones that uh uh that you pick up in the grocery store aisle of the checkout you know that's that's not that's not what we're dealing with here these are good quality headphones uh with good warranties from replicable uh manufacturers and uh you know with a with crutchfield backing them and I, i went on a trip a few years back and i had forgotten to bring my trusty ear Buds that I used for working out. Mm-hmm. And so I did literally, we were driving down 95 to Florida. I stopped at a truck stop oh. and bought a $7 pair of in ear headphones, thinking this will get me through. Where all fine electronics are purchased. At, yeah. At a truck stop. At a truck stop. $7 pair of earbuds. 
I, were they worth every penny? I chose to throw them away into a <laughs> trash can on the, in the middle of my run uh, because I would rather not have them on my person than use them. I would rather listen to the traffic than listen to those $7 headphones. So you wish you would have gotten the big gulp instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would have been yeah, money they, better it spent. Was all, they didn't stay in my ears. They sounded like crap. Uh, they were fragile. They, they, they started breaking mm. the first time I used them. So... It was bad. Not a good feature. So you do not want to go. Uh, <laughs> don't super go truck. Cheap. Don't go truck stop. So the moral of this, if we're going to wrap this up, don't go truck stop. Use our filters. Use our website. There's some great options in there for sure. So uh, this has been a pretty fun episode to record. The episode with the interview with Brooke was great. Having Eric here in the studio today was great. Especially with breaking news about a new product. That's yeah. awesome. Love that. We're going to put a bunch of stuff in the show notes for this episode. There's a link to the uh, the the article about Brooke's Chevy Blazer. Uh, you're really going to want to see that. That Chevy Blazer is gorgeous. Uh, and there's, uh, there's also going to be a link to some Pigeon Forge rod runs where Brooke and her husband attend car shows. Uh, we'll also point to the PDF of the spring catalog. So we've got the actual, it's a printed catalog, but we've got PDFs of it. We can link you to that so that you can see uh, the spread that we did on Brooke's uh, exercise setup, the Sonos move, that kind of stuff. Uh, as well as the article that was referred to just now in our mailbag segment, the best headphones for running and working out article best true wireless earbuds article there'll be a bunch of links in the show notes so uh, if you're interested in any of that stuff i hope you find all of that helpful uh the uh the next episode of the podcast will be out in two weeks we are right here in the middle of season two and we are thoroughly enjoying uh, bringing this podcast to you if you're enjoying listening to it you might consider liking it subscribing to it following it whatever your podcast player does if you can write a review of it even better you can go to crutchfield.com podcast and you can post questions Questions there that we could address in a future podcast episode. We would love nothing more than to interact with you, our wonderful listeners. We interact with our customers on the phones and our chats uh, and uh, through our advisors. And uh, it's it's really some of the most meaningful parts of our jobs is actually working with people and getting them set up with stuff. And this is just kind of a, a new fun way to do that. That's right. You having fun making this podcast, Eric? I had a great time. Yeah? Yeah, I cool. did. I, I would have done a better job than you did making this podcast, you know, if I was in your seat. But uh, other than that, no. It was, we it was, we it was gave good. that a try you, a few you episodes did, ago. You, you did a really stand-up medium. It was like a B, like a solid B job. Ouch. <laughs> no, no, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, right on. Well, good working with you again. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. See ya. See ya.